Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. Some things that can be going to similar schools with a big law firm in New York City towards something that's very uh, positive. Now you do they not. work on, they, they do their best. And I remember there was an opening a long time ago, like in uh, 2002 or three in Morrison Forrester in Denver, Colorado for a corporate attorney. And there wasn't any other corporate openings practically in the entire United States, much less Denver, because there was just, it was, it might've been 2001 or I don't remember the exact year, but it, there was a complete crash uh, in the corporate market because there'd been so much overhiring of people when all these uh, new internet companies were uh, starting and everyone thought they needed to do it. And so all these corporate attorneys were hired and they were suddenly uh, letting everyone go. And this one attorney just went into a interview with the person that it was, again, it was like one of these people that he'd be working for. He didn't know it. And he saw the attorney had some stuff on his pictures of him snowboarding on his desk. And because of those pictures, he asked, told him the, the partner that he also snowboarded and had done these competitions and everything. And boom, he got hired, I believe. Actually, and something that never happened at that firm in the actual interview itself, even though they'd interviewed a lot of other people. And even though uh, they had, he did not have the best qualifications for the job. There was something a, a little off about his qualifications, but he still got the job because he was able to connect with the person by asking them about snowboarding and then talking to them. So this whole idea of rapport, being liked, and, and everything is, is very important. Um, it's difficult to do. Uh, it's one of the reasons that uh, firms will often, uh, it's very difficult to get hired sometimes if you don't identify with the people. And that can take all sorts of different types of things. It can be going to similar schools. It could be growing up in the same area. It could be, I'm sorry, but it could be things like, even I was in a firm once where everyone besides myself, I, was Catholic. It was very strange, but that means they hired people that were that were basically Catholic, which isn't common in LA. And I've been in firms that hired people from one ethnic religious group primarily. I don't want to get into it because I don't want to get in trouble, but firms that hired almost people all from the same sex, firms that hire people all from the same two or three schools. I was talking to an attorney yesterday that wanted to start his own law firm and, and had gone to Harvard and, and then was working and starting this law firm with another one from Stanford. And he said, I only want to hire attorneys from Yale, Harvard, and Stanford. That's it. That's my crazy. But there's people that do that. Have rapport with those people is important. And, and so you just need to understand that people are looking to bond with you in these interviews. And the way you do that, if you're able to do that, is very important. For the longest time, there were all these there weren't a lot of New York law firms in Los Angeles, but you had Millbank, you had, what else? You had uh, Sullivan and Cromwell, you had, which didn't really do any lateral hiring, but you had White and Case, you had Dewey Ballantyne, you had Skadden Arps. So there's more now, but that was what it used to be. And those law firms, when they hired laterally, would pretty much only hire from each other because they that was their thing. They only wanted people that were from other New York law firms based in LA. So you just have to understand that 
every opportunity you get in an interview, you're trying to find commonality. You're trying to bond with people. Uh, some law firms, I was interviewing with one law firm that had three or four former professional athletes for some reason gone to law school, like semi-professional. And, and then they all hired people that have been athletes in college. You just, you can't make this stuff up. People bond uh, with people that are like them. But the idea is if a law firm has, this is back to, apologize for going off script. I just think this is very, that was a very important point. But if a law firm has very clearly defined things, then you have to act like that's what you like, but you're very good at following directions. You can talk about how you do that. And, and, and that's great. You do that because they, they do that because that prevents errors and it makes expectations clear. And then a lot of times you may be involved in helping define roles and you don't know. Again, if they have less defined roles, then that's also going to be something that you can ask as well, that you enjoy that and you're able to do whatever tasks need to be done. So this is another great question. Uh, and again, these questions, I just want to be clear, are things that you can ask in uh, any order that you want. Uh, you can also ask them not of, of why you're doing the, do you have any questions for me? And, and, you know, outside of that, but this is a, a very good question. Uh, what do you like most about working here? Uh, you can understand very quickly what the place is based on the answers. Uh, sometimes people will say that everyone here is friends. People could do things after work. We, the, the people are great. There's, uh, you're able to work uh, independently. You're um, all those sorts. They're very important uh, to understand, uh, you know, what, what things are like, and, and that can be very uh, important. And this is actually one of the absolute best questions uh, to ask because uh, it, it can really reveal just so much. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. Some interviewers uh, will say, uh, think about there's opportunity. I work very hard, but I know if I hang in there, I can be a partner. Or, uh, really, it, the work is very rewarding. It's all sorts of things like that. It can tell you that what it the benefit what it's like being someone they can tell you a lot of things and one time I was interviewing with a big law firm in New York City and I was the things were going very well I'd interviewed with three or four partners that I was just thought were awesome I really liked them they were very nice people and I bonded with them they happened to know other attorneys that I knew and I liked and they were close with them and and so I think done work together. So I really liked the firm. And I was interviewing with an associate. And I asked him a question that I don't know. When I asked him, what do you like most about working here? He gave an answer that showed he was really working very hard. And I asked him how hard he worked. And he said, 
that I work very hard and there's just a lot of work here. And I asked him how hard. And he said he hadn't to have a day off in four months, uh, which I thought was pretty extreme. And so when you hear an answer like that, it can tell you what it's like working for an employee with the employer. So it'll give you a very good indication. And when I heard this, I immediately decided this is the kind of place I wanted to be working at. This is not good. And and sometimes when you're when you ask that question, interviewers are going to smile and they're going to tell you how much they like their colleagues and how everyone works well together and 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 things that doesn't feel like it's competitive. And if you enjoy this, then that's the answer you want to hear. And that may make you even more enthusiastic and you can figure out how to bond uh, with your interviewers. This particular answer can give you a very good picture of, of what it's going to be like to work there. And you'll learn how seriously the employer may take themselves, whether or not there's opportunity and whether or not you're going to be happy. So it's just a very important question. Regardless uh, of the answer, it's important that you make the person feel like they're understood, that people tell you everyone likes to go out for beer, which is not that common anymore. People used to drink a lot of beer, but uh, a drink after work, uh, you should act like you enjoy um, friendships in the office and, and make the employer feel like you identify with them. Uh, and again, if people give a positive answer, you have to think about how your questions are making people feel. So if people ask, if you ask a question and it makes the person reflect about why they like working there, they do, then they feel good. So again, questions that make, and this is just another point where I'm going off a little off point, but if you're able to ask questions that make people feel good about themselves or make people feel good about where they work, that's how they see you. So there are people that you encounter and they make you feel badly about yourself. They, they ask questions that are not, uh, that do not make you feel good. They, they say things like, let me, they may ask you about negative aspects of your personality or your reputation. They may ask you about different things that you've, that made you, that you're happy about the, Someone asking questions to the firm may ask questions in a way that they know is going to bring out negativity. People that are not, that we don't like, will ask things to us to give us an understanding that um, they see weaknesses in us and they don't like that. And that makes them feel badly. So you have to be very careful anytime you're talking to someone, especially in an interview, to not steer conversations to things that they may be proud of or like very much. Just an example, if you were you know, interviewing with someone that had some negative stuff in their background, maybe they went to a horrible law school compared to you, and you asked them, how did you like this law school? That's not going to make them feel good. If you ask people questions that may have about the firm, where there's some negative press going on about something, and you ask about that, uh, that's going to make them feel badly. You just have to be very careful about steering conversations and steering when you're talking to a firm to steer anything towards something that may make the person feel badly about themselves. You just have to be very careful of doing that because if you do that, then people are not going to like you and they're going to feel badly. So you ask people things that make them feel good about themselves. You steer conversations to things that make firms feel good about themselves. And that's your job in an interview. Your job is to make people feel good. And if you make them feel good, they're going to feel good about themselves. You make them feel good about where they work. You make them feel good about the reputation of the firm. People are maybe seeing bad things. 
You make them feel good about their background and how well they've done. You make them feel uh, good and you make them uh, feel positive. And so if you do that, uh, then you're going to be uh, very well off. If you don't do that, uh, you're going to be in trouble. So uh, I really recommend um, doing your best to steer things to that. Uh, another thing you need to do is you need to understand what makes people successful there. So this is the same type of conversation that you can steer things toward that may make people more likely to not feel good uh, about themselves. They're going to reflect on people that do well in the firm when they answer the question, "Why are you? what are the characteristics of your most successful attorneys? This is a very important question. So the way you uh, answer this question is going to give you the answer, uh, the way they answered a very good perspective on what's like working at the law firm. I've seen interviewers give uh, very interesting answers to this question. They may say things like, it's very important to network with attorneys outside of work. So that if you like networking and going out with firms and people, I'm going out with people outside of work, then that's good. If you don't, that's not good. That that may show that you don't, you're not going to do well there. The other thing is if they say things, hard work is rewarded here, then that will show you that that's what you need to do. That if you stick it out, you're successful. If people say the people that are successful tend to bring in a lot of business, if that's something you feel like you can do, that's good. If it's not, then it's not. If it's something you feel like you could learn, then it's a good thing. If you ask this to enough interviewers, you're going to start to see a trend. Like, you know, what is it that this firm likes? And then each time you go into the next interview, if it's the same thing, you can talk in those terms about what in the interview, when this isn't asked, you can be talking like someone that wants things to make people successful. The law firm, they value these different things and you just need to understand what they want. And regardless of what they answer, you need to make sure it's something you're comfortable with. And the message it sends to the interviewers that you're interested in being one of the law firm's most powerful informers. Most people do not ask this. Most people, when they go into interviews, they and when they go to work in a place, they just give the impression that they just are just going to there do the work that they may not want to advance and all those sorts of things. I was interviewing with a law firm in New York once, and, and the two was, took me out for dinner. They the partners didn't. It was this huge, like very prestigious law firm, and and but the associate took me out to dinner. And uh, three or four, and that, to my astonishment, these were first and second and third year associates. They were all talking about how they only wanted to do it for a few years and then go in house. This is how a lot of places operate. They were not interested in being successful. And that told me something. My advice is if an employer's ask, however they answer the question, you should try to share in a way the future conversation that you, that that's, you know, what is important to you and that's something that you're going to do well that you're you can do now this is the final question it's a very long answer and but i'll go through it fairly quickly i have noticed that the people that do the best in interviews that i tend to hire the most that i have seen people i've asked people to make sure you ask this question in the interview if you can and especially if you're interviewing with someone that you think can is going has the power to hire you you need to ask what are the next steps this is incredibly important because it shows hey i really this for i really like to interview with you what are the next steps i want this job all these things this kind of encompasses and then the person by the way 
when you ask this question, they you're putting them in the frame of mind that they have to think about let's where want to hire the person. What do I need to do next to hire them? They, it's just it's steering the conversation towards something that's very uh, positive. Now you do not. You could ask this question first when you're asked how to tell me about yourself or when you're asking the question, but but you have to, whatever you do, this is something I will tell you that you need to ask if you possibly can. So what are the next steps? It's really extremely important. It shows the a person that you're interested in the job, want to move forward, that you're not, you don't have any reservations about the job, that it's something you want. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. Now, let me tell you a little bit about law firms and anybody that's hiring someone. The worst thing that can happen to a law firm and from their standpoint, and they do not like this at all, when someone has made an offer and they don't accept it, they do not like that. It reflects badly on their judgment. It reflect, they believe, I'm not saying it does. It makes it seem that they have misjudged you and your interest. It shows that if they had hired you, you probably would have thought about going somewhere else. It shows that you are interviewing with places that you think are better or you're, you're waiting for offers for them. And because of that, have they, if they do, if they had hired you, you would have moved to a better place. So law firms do not like it. And as a matter of fact, this occurs with recruiters a lot. So if somebody gets an offer from a law firm and the recruiter doesn't make sure that the person goes there, that reflects very badly on the recruiter. There are law firms that will stop working with a recruiting firm or not like working with them as much if that recruiting firm doesn't, if the recruiting firm makes the mistake of doesn't convince the person to go there. I'm not saying that's correct. I'm not saying that's something that we do, but there are firms that will act like that. So People want to make sure that you like them and you will accept. If you don't, if you they don't feel that way, uh, that's going to be a, a real problem. If you ask somebody to marry you and the person says no, you have completely misjudged your relationship, and uh, that's not something that's going to make you feel good about yourself. It's not something that makes a law firm feel good about themselves if they think that they're going to make you an offer. And uh, you won't accept it. The people that are the absolute best at getting offers have the ability to ask what the next steps are, to bond with a person, to interview, to establish rapport, to the extent that they're even, this is rare, but people do this, that they're in a position where they could actually pick up the phone and call a partner, even if they're an associate, and say, I'm really enthusiastic, I'm really, and I've got things, this is my first choice, whatever, they're in that position. Now, I'm not saying you should do this, but you, if you are really into and get the firm excited about you, then you're going to do this. But you have to make a law firm believe when you go into an interview. And this may be one of the most important things that I can say to you, 
you have to make the law firm believe that you're going to accept the offer. They have to really feel that. They have to feel like they're interviewing a bunch of people, but you will definitely go there if you get the offer. It's like this with schools, for example. Colleges do not like it when people get offers that they know they're not going to accept, that they don't accept. So what do they do? They they work on, they, they do their best to, to make sure that someone really wants to go to that school. How do they do it? They do it if people apply early decision or early action. Those candidates have a much higher acceptance rate than ones that don't. I do not know if this is true, but my daughter told me that if you apply to University of Chicago, early action, early decision, and you agree to go there, acceptance rate is, I don't know, 15% or something. But if you apply late, if you apply not early decision, it's 2%. I don't know if that's true, but obviously what the school is trying to do, or most schools, is they're trying to increase their percentage of offers to acceptance. They want people that really want to go there because if they don't, they're going to go somewhere else. They just don't like it. And then if you if you're interviewing with a small boutique law firm and they ask you where else you're interviewing, and you say, I'm interviewing with these giant AMLAW 100 or whatever law firms, in addition to that, they're not going to like that. We're going to think this person uh, is not going to accept uh, my offer. I, I know in law schools, it's very interesting. So if you are if you have incredible SAT scores, uh, an incredible academic background, and um, and you're applying to some schools uh, that are a safety school for you, uh, any, any law schools are going to know if they make you an offer, the odds of you accepting are pretty freaking slim. So you may be applying to top five law schools and decide to put a couple in there that are like 22 or 20. And those schools are going to know, unless you have compelling reasons for go there, that there's no reason you're going to accept the offer. So what do they do? I know I had a, I've had people working for me before, before they went to law school. And some of them were just beyond incredible. One guy got hundred some 70 something on that LCTs that had almost a perfect grade point average from Berkeley. And, and so he was obviously going to get into some great law schools. So what happens is the, the top five law schools, he got waitlisted at maybe Harvard and Yale for some reason, because he applied late, but then he got in three or four other, the top, the other top five law schools. And then he started, then he also applied to uh, all the law schools in the top 10. And those other law schools, because they realized he would probably get into some of these top five law schools, made him incredible offers, like free tuition for three years, all this sort of stuff. So this is, they realize they probably won't accept it. So they make offers. And then the lower ones just didn't even bother. Got rejected at places you wouldn't even believe, like USC or Things that he could have, you know, gotten it easily, but they realized he probably wouldn't take the job. So when you ask the next steps, though, and you and you look like you want to go there, it gives you another opportunity to express you're excited, you feel like a good fit. It's a, it's it's much more the place you want to work with than others, and you always need to ask this question in a tone that suggests that you're ready to start the job right away. Sometimes you may be in a weird practice area where there's not a lot of opportunities. That helps you. We just When you ask the question, uh, you need to make the employer will think about you in a way that makes you feel like you've already been hired. And you can also determine uh, the level of enthusiasm. So I will say, 
I think this has been a great interview. I'm going to go. We'll see what's happening. You'll hear from us soon. And they'll, they'll show you. They may see your tumor and fit, and they'll get back to you shortly. Some other law firms might just be vague and say that they're going to interview some people. They won't be as nice about it, and they'll tell you good luck or something, which is usually saying you're definitely not going to get a job when people say good luck when you leave. Some law firms, if they're vague and say they're interviewing other people, that's not going to help you. And others will say they're still interviewing. That's not good. When you end the interview, you should always act confidence. You should act like you're someone that could get the job that you would do well at. You should be making, give, give the firm that also the feeling that you're grateful and you don't have to say you hope the position, but you need to act like it. And this is important that when you're looking for a new position, you ask as many questions as the law firm as possible. And these questions can really help you. They will show the employer committed, interested, and you need to give uh, this answer. This is a very good strategy for, for anything. And it, it just shows that the interviewer that you've really taken a lot of time to do this. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.